a voice called into the tube. Hurry up! Shut your mouth! Someone could hear you! came another voice ahead. Hands seized Turner's collar and pulled him through the tunnel opening. Something clamped down over his mouth. Someone began searching his pockets. Four was dropped unceremoniously at his feet. Leave off on that, Peters. The voice was much too confident for a common thief assaulting wayward stragglers on the road. He might have absolutely nothing on him that's half as valuable as the man himself. Isn't that right, Turner? Damn. Turner didn't struggle. He needed to reassess the situation. They knew who he was. But did they think of him as a member of the entourage following the King of Hawaii, or as the enemy of Monsieur Hetzel? Peters seized his wrist and pulled his arm up behind him. Typical. Expected. Turner remained calm. There was no need to react. Yet. In his mind, Peters had earned himself a checkmark that would need to be dealt with later. The confident speaker, certainly the leader, was taller but thinner. He had the look of a man who was quite capable of a fist fight, though Turner was certain he was well-armed and willing to avoid such a physical scrap with a bullet. As with most leaders, the followers might not clearly know what to do without him. That put the leader at the top of Turner's list. Five others stood in the pale light with them. From voices and scuffling noises, he knew that he was dealing with a total of six men, with one still suffering from a broken nose. Take down the leader. The others would act in greed, not intelligence. By snippets of language, none of them beyond the leader appeared to have formal education, but they likely had the lessons of hard life. Marquis of Queensbury rules would not apply. Any fight was going to be dirty. Turner had no idea just how dirty the thieves were playing, but he had a good idea. Why do I suspect you are sizing us all up, Mr. Turner? The leader stepped just a foot away between four and Turner. The maneuver was meant to show Turner how little he feared him. Don't bother. Beyond your own life, I'm prepared to take appropriate measures. Turner rested his head out of the grasp on his mouth. Why don't you just tell me what you want and leave off on the threats? Hiding behind innocent lives is the norm for my occupation. It's your weakness, my strength. Coward, practical. What do you want? Who are you? Or who do you want to tell me you are? Carl Vulcanier. Not afraid of having my name known. It helps my reputation, and a man often trades on his reputation alone. Isn't that right? I have what I want, Mr. Turner. I have you. You're worth quite a bit, though. I think I can argue for more now that having control of your person is no longer an abstract idea. So for the moment, he was worth more alive than dead. That would change. All right, boys, load them up and move out.